Welcome to Seriously Awkward. certain amount and it's just throwing me off i don't like it i wonder if i can copy and paste paste this into our our website real quick here and see what happens how's everybody doing doing good bro amazing i'm doing way better than ben right now I got a new, I got a, <laughs> got a big new mic stand. So Whoa, look, you fancy, here. dog. You I know, fancy. You, you look like a streamer now. Dude, like you I'm look like, like you're like you you're professional. Yeah. I feel, I feel professional. You me. look professional. You must be taking some sort of fish oil, too. Yeah. Like, you look. Are you moisturizing or yeah. something like that? I, you look cleaner. No, I just, I just hid my hair. Oh, okay. You must be taking some <laughs> on it supplements. You've been listening to a lot of Rogan, trying to get that one hundred million dollars Spotify. Contract. You know, I was gonna say he does look taller. I'm sitting Just, higher. You're gonna start losing your hair if you want to become Joe. <laughs> Come on, media. Here we go. Uh, I'm gonna put this here. And I'm going to add. Jay, do you have any guests tonight? I don't, unfortunately. You need to find you new friends that will guest on things. Where is... How was I able to do HTML? Did you ever ask... Uh, is it Eden? Eden? Oh, I forgot to ask him. Okay. I, you need to find out that... We'll we'll be recording out sooner, hopefully, than later. Say what? We'll start. we we'll be able to start getting back into the recording studio sooner than later, ish. The re- the rehearsal studio. Yeah. Soon ish ish. Yes. Where the hell? Sorry, guys. I'm just trying to figure out where the HTML add-on is. Ben, I watched some of your uh, your covers today. Yeah. Dude, you're a god. <laughs> Do you like them? <laughs> Thank yeah, you. Man. It's uh, the uh, the Radiohead one so was really good, cool. Dude. Wait, that one's fun. That one's like a, a lesson discipline because it's which, simple, but you got to keep it going. Which yeah. uh, which Radiohead song did you do? Weird Fishes. Oh, okay. Love that one. Yeah, dude, I was watching and I was like, holy shit, man. Right. You're, you're like, you should be in a band. <laughs> <laughs> and I know the right band. Yeah, I know the right band. It's Fish. Dude, it's a Fish cover believe, band. You won't believe oh, this man. band that he's in. I mean. 
Oh, wait, you're in a band? When? Oh, you're a drummer. You're in multiple bands. So, let's see. Who's got a cat? I, I thought, do. I thought that was an <laughs> owl. I have three of them. Oh, shit. I have Any... three cats, two dogs, and five chickens. And a kid and a wife. The five Jeez. chickens thing. And four oh, horses. On the end of that, it's oh, like, God. what? You have, like, the apocalypse right there. Do you have any sheep? No. That might be illegal. How Wait, why would that be illegal, sheep? Uh, because of the size there? of my property. Mm. What if you're using it just to mow your lawn? You mean that would be a goat, not a not a sheep. They don't know that. All right, so it should be on our <laughs> website. Sheep don't know that? No. Sheep don't know that. No. She, she don't know there's a Stuff. guy that lives just down the street here that brings out his goats to uh, mow his lawn. And it's kind of weird. I didn't notice it at first, but I was driving by. And then all of a sudden I saw a goat on the sidewalk. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. We're on, it's on our website too. streaming here. Nice. Cool. <laughs> we're streaming all over the place. We're streaming everywhere. I'm just going to stream this load. Everywhere. Not, not really sure. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> All right. <laughs> at, least, at least we had that mature content warning. Yeah, that's yeah, good. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Let me pull up this format here. We ready? I mean, I need no. Okay. Time my laces, but other than that, yeah, good to go. <laughs> yeah. All right, welcome yeah. to the Rose Eyes Takeover Podcast on uh, Seriously Awkward and Friends Network. Uh, we are the progressive metal band Aurora's Eyes from Seattle, Washington, and uh, we're still in quarantine right now. We're waiting for Phase Two to open up so we can go into our rehearsal room. But for now, just so we can see each other, talk to each other, have fun with each other. Uh, we're doing this podcast uh, weekly when we normally are having band practice. So uh, my name is Jay Middleton. Uh, with me is bassist David Warren. Hi. Drummer Ben Headwall. Hello. And guitar player and vocalist Brian Kaplan. Your volume went down really Yeah, fast. your volume went down. You need to turn up your volume. I can't hear you. Oh, you get get your face into the mic. Yeah. Hey, what's up? Good man. <laughs> Anyways, uh, we we have an album coming out. Uh, it's right here in my hand. Um, the Grief comes out June 19th. You can buy a copy of it right now, pre-order it, and I'll send it to you early on our website, aurorazize.com. Um, or if you don't want a physical copy, you want a digital copy, you can go pre-order it on our Bandcamp, which is aurorazize.bandcamp.com. And next Friday which if you're listening to this when it comes out on iTunes or whatever format you're listening to it on besides live, um, if you're listening to the pre-recorded, it comes, this comes out the following week. So two days from now, which would be June. Oh, shoot. <laughs> God damn it. Future uh, math. June 5th, June 5th, um, Bandcamp is waiving all their fees. So the artist can make a full 100% off of each sale. So Ooh. if you guys purchase on June 5th, 
or even now we'll still be, you know, you'll still be supporting us and helping us out because all the money that's going that we're basically making off this record is going to the new release or the next thing we go into the studio and record. So uh, you can go to our website, AuroraZeyes.com on social media is at band. Um, on Instagram and Twitter, facebook.com slash Aurora's Eyes, uh, twitch.com or twitch.tv slash Aurora's Eyes. And uh, we also have an email address, Aurora's Eyes Band at gmail.com if you want to ask us any questions. But we don't have any this week. So who started last week with questioning each other? Who started last week? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, think you I think you did, if Me? I remember correctly. And you asked the question to okay. Brian, I think. Okay, so Brian, you started this week. All right. Let's see. All right, I got a, I got a question for you, Jay. Oh, shit. Um, if you could choose an exotic animal... <laughs> To cohabitate with the five chickens that you own? Okay. What do you think that animal would be and why? So if I had one of my chickens mate with another animal. No, no. We'll just cohabitate, right? Like that's, oh, that's what happens. Uh, that's what happens in cohabitation. No, I'm sorry. It has oh, to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're bound to try. They're, they're bound to try. You know? Either they're going to eat or like they're going to show uh, naked David, and afraid. You know David that they're going to be naked in the middle of the woods yeah. and they're going to bone. Um, true. <laughs> you got to stay warm. Uh, what's <laughs> two will cohabitate? The probably the best. I'd say a wallaby. Oldie night. That'd be awesome. I've always wanted a wallaby ever since I went to this. Uh, there's a wallaby like, farm. Like a koala, no, it's like a little kangaroo. Like a, like a joey? Yeah, but they they don't grow as big as a kangaroo. They grow like half the size of a kangaroo. So you're saying it's not going to eat you? It's a marsupial. That It's part of that family. Kangaroos don't eat people either. They'll beat the shit out of you, though. Some of them can look super intimidating. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's there's incredible. like a video of one that's like all ripped and shit. And... <laughs> So, yeah, so there's a wallaby ranch in Fall City. There's also one in uh, Arlington. I've been to the Arlington one a couple of times. I've been to the one in Fall City once. And it's a trip. It's pretty cool to see. And honestly, like if you want a wallaby, 3000 bucks, you got a wallaby. Nice. Yeah. It's not really that bad. Are those, are those legal? Yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, tigers now, are legal. <laughs> Here's the thing I mean, about here's the thing about livestock is that in your whatever county you live in, you have to have a certain amount of acreage or property size in order to keep a certain amount of animals or what's even kind of animals. So my lot is only a third of an acre, so I'm only allowed to have up to five chickens on my lot, um, but I can't have any livestock like a cow or something like that on on my property due to the county's guidelines. Um, but if I lived on five acres, I could have up to three cows or something like that, you know? And so that's, 
I had to research all that just to make is sure because like some, is that like some animal control crap? Like, are they just gonna, no? It's it's the county. Come take it's, your chickens. Like, what? oh yeah, they would call animal control if they felt like. So if somebody complained, then they said you had like way too many chickens on your property. Like you're only supposed to have five, but you have like twenty. They're they're gonna yeah. probably do something about it. Um, I love how you research this. Well, I had to because one of the things I had to research was uh, roosters. It's due to the size of my property, it's illegal for me to have a rooster. And it's also illegal to have a rooster, I think, in my city limits. <laughs> yeah, because they're just annoying. They're annoying. Guess, they yeah, they are bad. annoying. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So it's it's things you got to research, you know, and if you want to get into something like that. But the cool thing is, it's like I could have up to four, four or five eggs a day, you know, coming out. And I'm That's a lot of eggs, man. I'm eating protein daily. You those so you're getting this four to five, four to five oh, a day. Four to five, yeah. Because I have nice. five. How how much do you have to threaten the chickens to get that amount? Well, the to... first thing in the morning, I I wake up and sing them a, a really sad blues song, and I start smacking the coop. Okay. Until until Wait. them. Is to it, get out of there. Wait, what is go is, to work? Is, Jesus. is smacking the coop uh, code for something? Or no, that's what they live in is a coop. Oh, okay. Yeah. Just checking. Yeah. So, no, it's pretty easy. It's almost instinctual. So the thing about eggs is that they're not, since there's no rooster there, there's no there's no boning going on with these chickens. So none of them are getting fertilized. So they're not making chicks. But they're basically just, I guess in layman's terms, it's a chicken period. That's what an egg is. And so you're basically taking those away from them. If you don't, you have to take them away as soon as you can though, because if they hold them too long, they'll do this thing called brooding, which they think they're laying an egg to birth a chicken. And that can last up to like 21 days. If you don't get it under control. We they just won't had, let you. Yeah. They will. They won't let you try to take it. We just had that happen to one of ours. And, uh, now she's laying eggs in hidden spots in our yard instead of in the coop. <laughs> it's it's oh the God. dumbest, it's the craziest, most dingus thing that one of these chickens can do. So, but it's fun. It's really fun to learn and do that and kind of learn some self-sustaining kind of stuff, you know. So, and also I've been I've been eating a lot healthier in the last month. I uh, joined this app called Noom. It, I saw a TV ad for it, and then I researched it. And uh, it's a pretty good app. I've heard uh, good yeah. reviews of it and stuff. So I started at three twenty six. I am now at three oh three. And nice. Uh, nice, yeah. And so I've been just following this app, and it helps you with like basically every morning I weigh myself. And every day throughout the day, I'm logging everything, single thing I eat and counting all my steps. Um, I'm trying to run every single night that I can't, except for tonight. I'm not running tonight because we're doing this, but I've been trying to run a mile every night and um, try to get back into shape. Awesome. Because I want to look good for our next photo shoot. <laughs> you look great you look, in the last good. one. You had you very shiny pants. So... <laughs> <laughs> Um, let's see here. Uh, Ben. So drumming wise, 
everybody has like an idea for a dream kit. So some of them are just simple because less is more. Some of them are more intense, like Terry Bozio style. What if you were given like, like a hundred thousand dollars to build a dream kit, what would you put together? It's a good question. I'd probably try and get a DW kit because I've never had one, but my, uh, my drum teacher has one and I really like the sound of it. So a high end one of those, um, but I don't, I don't play too many toms. So I probably have four toms, two rack toms, two floor toms, 16, 18 on the floors, and then 12 and 13 on the rack, two snares, one, one kick, double kick pedal. I have a bunch of cymbals though. I really like cymbals. I'd have like five splash cymbals, three chinas, five crashes. Have you Hello? tried playing with two kick drums before? I've never had the chance to actually sit behind a kit and do that before. Yeah, actually my drum teacher. So my drum teacher is my dad's childhood friend. Oh, okay. And, uh, so I got, he donated one of his old kits to me, which was a double bass drum uh, kit. Mm-hmm. So I got to play around with that a bunch. Okay. Yeah. What Difference wise, when it comes to like playing, like from a pedal to actually two physical kits, or kicks um how much adjustment is it then because like most of the time when you see a guy play um double kick it's like his kicks are it's kind of hard for me to do on the monitor but like they're almost symmetrically out and usually when you're playing like a single kick you're almost like right there and the pedal is like that instead so did you play it like you would have a double kick pedal or did you actually do it symmetrically um probably symmetrically but or does it make a difference it probably does make a difference you can with if you, if you use a double kick pedal you could make it closer than you could if you had two uh bass drums physically mm-hmm. just because you know they're 20 to 24 inches wide so you have to have some sort of uh some amount of space in between them um but i'm not sure i'm not sure where i have mine if uh, relative to if i had two kick drums yeah yeah but i do try and make them I try and make like them wrap the snare. The snare's like here, and then I have them like right here. Got and then they, my kick drum's like over here. So I, I try and have it in some sort of symmetrical way so that it feels good. But uh, yeah, yeah. Would that would that even cost you a hundred thousand, dude? Hell no. I, if I had a hundred thousand and I had to buy drums, I would just I buy, buy like, four <laughs> kits or something. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I could buy like buy that kit like, four times, dude. I could buy like that kit like. 20 uh, times almost. yeah 20 times yeah and then i would just sell them and then invest the money so that's what <laughs> Yo, i shout out to sweetwater there you go <laughs> i love that they send the candies it's fun yeah bro <laughs> <laughs> all right so who who's left i have brian and david yeah so brian Sorry. asked me i asked you so i you think either... i've had david the last two times actually okay. yeah i'm gonna do brian I, I have a i have a classic would you rather so would you rather have uh, a dick size dick size nipples or nipple size dick? <laughs> Classic one. I've never I don't know what you guys want. Wait, so what so dick size nipples? Is that what you yeah. asked? Yeah. Or nipple size dick? Yeah. Like how big God, are the nipples? I'm, I'm, I'm this is a great go, question. I'm gonna have to go with the nipple size dick, dude. 
Really? It's unfortunate, but like, <laughs> I don't need. I don't need. Like, now here's here's the I thing. Like, here's, here's my question. I don't want on my chest, dude. Uh, okay, I gotta get in real in depth on this question here. Now, if your nipples, like, were were dicks, now if they were limp, would you be able to see them in your shirt? Like, if you were running and you saw. <laughs> nipples like Dude, going absolutely. up and down like this is, is that they, what we're talking about or they, they, they do they do the same they, as what your dick does today oh yeah. oh then i i would do the nipples well yeah guys we're in a situation where we don't want that this <laughs> is how it is man wait you would go for the nipples no i'm saying i would i would go for, go for the, the little dick side i mean if you dick. got a if you if you got like a hiding turtle one then you'd go with the nipples because then you wouldn't have to worry about limp well, yeah. yeah, well, you know, without a grower, not a shower. Exactly. Without, without saying too much, you know, I think, I think I just gave mine away, but you know, <laughs> got a little free acorn. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's a hard one though, because cool. I would really, I would really not enjoy that one. Does suck. Nipple size dick, but I think it's, I think it's better than. This just gets me shaping dicks under my shirt. <laughs> why is why is that getting about? you excited, Jay? This this gets me excited for like the possibility of us like doing road trips and having these questions just like come up for like two hours straight and just feel oh, like oh dear God, I picked the right guys to be in a band with. <laughs> so that means Brian's gotta ask David a question. But I already asked you a question. No. Yeah. Well, then Ben asked you a question. So, so you have to ask David. Yeah. Wait. Wait. What's up? No, yeah. He didn't ask a question, though. So Jay is supposed to ask David a question. Wait. No. Jay asked Brian a question? Wait. No, did Brian, Brian ask me a question. a question? Oh, shit. My bad. I, oh, damn. Sorry, That's David. Okay. That's okay. I would have had you three weeks you in a row. A, yeah. Another one, dude. You just get another one. But then I don't get to ask anybody a question. So it's fine. You We're good. If you want. No, you'll get to ask Brian. Oh, David, I, I so get to ask Brian a question. Ben so I get to ask David ben a question. question. No, hold on. Let's have Ben ask David a question that's not the same one as Brian's. Oh, <laughs> I was just going to ask, can I copy paste? <laughs> <laughs> Would you rather f- mom or your dad? <laughs> Well, that's a very interesting question. Um, my mom is dead, so probably not her. Sorry. And we'll just leave it there. That's sufficient. Yeah, thanks. Very efficient on my questions. Oh, shit, you broke me. <laughs> so, oh, man. All right, I feel like we're done with this. <laughs> <laughs> no, you got to ask Brian a question. Brian's now. already asked, answered a question. That's yeah, okay. Ask, I'll answer more questions. Do yeah. I'm, I'm Come on, David. I, 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 what? So <laughs> I'm not going to go anywhere close to any of the. You, you got to top that last one. I'm not going to top the last one. <laughs> My, I think any question would top that last one. That was not yeah. a good question. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
well, the question I I was thinking of earlier before all that happened was which band do you absolutely despise and want to change the channel every time it comes on if you listen to the radio or just any of the streaming services? Um, probably Nickelback. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> or Trapped. Trapped, yeah. <laughs> My band would be Nirvana. Really? Yeah. Wow. So that's aggressive. Dude. Well, it's not it's aggressive. Very. So when I, we're, I mean, we it? grow, we grow up in Seattle area, and oh, yeah, you're right. It is over, <laughs> over, 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 overplayed. They are an amazing band. I appreciate everything <laughs> they've done. I don't want to hear you ever again. <laughs> no, that's the same way I feel about You're Pearl Jam. Much, is like any old Pearl Jam I won't listen to. Honestly, right. like I can, the, the I newest can, record that they put out was actually pretty good. I could still but, listen to Pearl Jam and stuff like that, but I, I anytime in Nirvana, I think it's the fact that I was told I'm supposed to like them being made from Seattle. Oh yeah, yeah. Is is right. part of the reason why I don't like them. We're oversaturated with it. Way oversaturated. And whenever I'd run into somebody in another state, they're like, oh, I like Nirvana. You like them? I'm like, no, I do not like them. Maybe like if you're from San Diego (laughs) and somebody was like, oh, man, you must like Sublime. Right. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So, I don't know. Yeah, that's my band. (laughs) I don't hate them. I just change the channel anytime I hear them. Well, um... A couple weeks ago, we were talking about this in our chat room. Um, there was a so one of the things. Hold on, I got to pull up the story so I can read this story real quick. Uh, so, as a band, we've you know tried to figure out ways to find followers and figure out a way to you know build a presence online during this time in quarantine and everything. Well, did you guys know? that you can pay people to boost your Spotify plays, your iTunes plays, your Facebook likes, your, uh, your Instagram followers and everything. And it's all robotic. Yes. (laughs) I figured I'd answer. No, everybody was just kind of looking at you. I figured that exists. Yes, it does. To some degree, but I so there's these. Really so does. there's these guys that have these things. They call them farms, and it's basically like a whole rack, like a whole wall, a whole room that's got racks of iPhones, iPads, any kind of smartphone, and they are basically programming them off of one computer to repeat play your music or your social media accounts and all your likes and your follows and everything like that. And you can pay this service. Well, a band did this and basically it got them to the point where they were able to book a European tour from it. And nobody showed up to any of the shows. (laughs) Jesus. Nobody showed up. Up. Did, they, did they play? Like, was the, did the tour go or was it canceled? They basically can't. Every date that they went to was canceled. Now, the only people that were in on this were the 
the front man and his girlfriend. Everybody else in the band did not know. know that what this is going on. Wow. Yeah. So, so what you're saying is you need to tell us if you're going to do that. So then we we're at least aware somebody of these situations. The, somebody in the chat just said they're a paid bot listening to our podcast. I hope so. Well, I'm not surprised. Nice. Um, actually, we got a free bot. So this is from Yo, New York Times. Thanks for watching. Bot. Yeah, thanks for watching, guys. Uh, and so this is from New York Times. This is back in 2018. Uh, this guy named Jared Threaten, the band was called Threaten, uh, began holding auditions for a backing band, and he chose three musicians and told them that they would embark on an all-expenses-paid European tour with his band called Threaten. The first stop was the Underworld in London. Someone representing Threaten had paid about a thousand bucks to book it for the night, and the in-house promoter at the club told them that they sold about 291 tickets, right? So not a bad turnout. But when the band went on, there were only three people in the audience. But they sold, they sold How? tickets. So they like- bought the tickets. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Wait, how, how many like plays were they getting? Like what are the numbers? Uh, I want to, sh- I'm trying to find that on here, but if you want to know what the music sounds like, it's very generic and really bad rock music. Um, it's very equivalent to like a, basically a butt rock Nickelback, which Nickelback's already butt rock. So you're adding it to another dimension. Butt rock. I've never heard it called that. Um, one of my one of the bands I'm in, they call themselves butt rock. Really? The first time I'd ever heard it. Which band is this? Is, is this the is this mean? like the rock band? Like yeah, the, the Thrill. How, okay. Wait. You guys have never heard of butt rock? <laughs> I'd never heard of it until they said it. Is it just a is it a Seattle thing or like I know it was like a nineties type thing. Butt rock metal hair band stuff. Well, is it like is it like basically. derogatory? Like it was at first, but then they decided to use it as a badge it. of honor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're successful even though we're butt rock. Well, you know, like the whole you remember glam metal? Yeah, yeah. So glam was actually a derogatory term but originally. Oh, and that was it stood it stood for gay LA metal. No way. Yeah, that's what thrash guys would call it. And then they just took it as a badge of honor and just kept going with it as glam. Wow. So because uh from what I, I watched this cool documentary about the Bay Area thrash scene uh called murder in the front row and the guy or james and lars from metallica moved from la to san francisco to continue metallica because there was no scene in la because it was full of glam bands so it's very interesting it's a really cool documentary if you get a chance to watch it it's you can rent it on amazon prime and uh that's where i rented it and uh it was a good watch. It was really interesting, really cool. Um, I've been watching a ton of documentaries. I just watched a black metal documentary that's on uh, Amazon Prime for free. Um, Yo, have you seen Tiger King, dude? Of course I have. <laughs> Look at there. Stay exotic, son. <laughs> Ooh, what does that say? Stay exotic. Oh, my God, dude. Wow. That's hilarious. 
They also got the first season of Monster Quest on Amazon Prime right now, so I've been obsessed with that. Which one's Monster Quest? That was that was the uh, show about cryptozoology on uh, History Channel. So they do like Loch Ness monster hunts, Bigfoot hunts. Uh, they'd also follow a bunch of stuff that's not really talked about, like this one I watched about um, these mysterious big cats that would be showing up in the Midwest. And they were like these big black panther kind of cats that were killing uh, cattle and llamas. And it's pretty wild. And then there's like the chupacabra. There's a bunch of different just crazy things to like watch about. It's I used to watch it when I was a kid. So Dude, chupacabra is crazy. Yeah. You know what it means, right? Uh, No. It means the goat sucker. Oh, you know what? I do remember that now. Like goat sure. blood sucker, sure something means. like that. Because yeah, 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 they just they yeah. drain the blood out of goats and shit. Yeah, it's so gross, dude. Yeah, it's pretty <laughs> wild. But no, like what you say they, but like I would assume only one chupacabra. Yeah. Exists. Why no, would you say just one? They think there's more. There's got to be at least two, and they hang yeah, out together. I heard. I heard the, the origin most of the time. Story, the origin story. Oh really? Chupacabra was actually. Was a marsupial actually had relations with a chicken? <laughs> That's the greatest callback <laughs> of the episode, there. At, you know, <laughs> um, dude. No, I. But also, like, we Brian and I've talked about lyrically, like what to write about and stuff. And I want to write about weird shit like that. You want to write about a chupacabra? Oh hell yeah! Can we write? Why not? Can we write about a puckwudgie? We can well, t- oh, tell me. What? Tell me what a Pakwaji is. A Pakwaji. Oh, he's into that, dude. <laughs> tell me. You got me emotionally oh, invested now. So you need to look. He's you need. Yeah, yeah, he is. You need to research a Pakwaji. <laughs> They're pretty great. It's like a mythical, uh, not mythical. They're real. It's a mythical <laughs> dick nipple. No, not. <laughs> no, those do exist. I'm sorry. You'll find them in certain shops. Anyways. <laughs> Um, a Pakwaji. Who, who was the Batman with the bat nipples? Wait, 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 wait. Yo, that, that's mythical. That's myth, on, myth, mythical dick nipples. The, the. That's what? Val Kilmer. Was that Val Kilmer? Val Kilmer. No, was that George Clooney? George, George Clooney had the, one or the other. One he had, or the other. He had a terrible movie. I didn't even they, watch both it. Both of them did. What? Val Kilmer yeah. was the best Batman. Okay. <laughs> I'll let you get. I'll let you get on your high horse there. Huh? I'll let you get on your high horse there. It's false Ryan cheese. Yeah. Dude, get ready. Get ready for fucking um, Robert Pattinson as the next Batman. Robert, I I'm excited about that. He's gonna be a know. glittery Batman, and it's gonna be amazing. I need, I need to watch. I need to watch that. Um, Watchtower or Light Tower or whatever the Lighthouse with him and uh, um, William Defoe. William Defoe. I so heard that's he's, really good. He's actually in some stuff and he's pretty good. Um, he was. A, I mean, those movies were terrible. The <laughs> the Twilight, Twilight sagas. But, yeah. Well, um, you all you have to go through some bullshit to get through get some good roles. You know. Yeah. Sometimes you 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 have to just do the movie that's available to you and. <laughs> If that's what it is, and he made a ton of money off that, so you can't really, yeah. can't really hate him. 
I mean, for, you, you know, making making money. No, there's plenty of other reasons to hate him. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, get back to this Pacwaji. I don't think we have all night to talk to. Oh, wait and wait for you to finally for the, come on this Pacwaji thing. It's a Pacwaji. What the hell is a Pacwaji? <laughs> I told you, you gotta research it. It it's Dude. like a it's like a troll. Okay. Um, but they are magical. Um, they, they like to basically screw with people and just mess with their mind. And they also shoot fire. They're pretty badass. <laughs> and they're, they're just weird looking. Is this like where they ori- where do they originate from? Thing? So it is like a, uh, is, I believe it's based out of, uh, Indian mythical stuff. Like Native American? Native American or, okay. yeah, that type of thing. So I believe it or, yeah, I can't remember. I know that there was like a two gods that were battling each other and the Pukwudgy, uh was always trying to help people out, but he was always screwing things up by making things worse. Did you look it up? So that, oh yeah, totally. No, so, no, no, Brian, did you just look it up and no, see a picture sorry. of it? No, no, somebody in the chat was like, Puckwaji sounds like my ex-wife. <laughs> <laughs> God, that's really funny, dude. Yeah, that's, that's a good one. I don't know. <laughs> Never mind. I, don't know. I was, I was going to say something that would have been terrible. Um, <laughs> censor myself. I'm pretty good well, at actually, that. actually, the Puckwaji is your ex-wife. Yeah. And um, we're going to bring her up on the show right now. <laughs> Terrible. Right. right. No, man. Like, I think we tight to write like a song that's based off of some kind of mythical or cryptozoology kind of like storyline. Yeah. That's a, what Mastodon does. I got some Sasquatch influenced like, songs. It's gotta be like an obscure one. Oh, I know. I would like, totally like do one on like obscure than you know what I mean? We should write we should write a song about like the Chupacabra falling in love with the Pakwadri, but the Pakwadri, you know. Being only, love only love qualities. Yeah. <laughs> love nah, triangles. I was thinking about uh, <laughs> write, writing something about Skinwalker Ranch. Skin what? <laughs> Skinwalker Ooh, Ranch is a uh, is a place where it's has like the Wait, most. Skinwalker yeah. Ranch sounds like a nudist colony that it has does. a lot of ranch dressing around. <laughs> yes, it usually it, so, it sounds like it, and that's all they eat is ranch dressing. <laughs> yeah, it does sound like that. But Skinwalker Ranch is a uh, is a location in Utah, I believe, where it has like the most UFO phenomenon like activity in the entire world. And so there's a lot of weird things that happen there. There's a, a lot of cool documentaries. There's a, real, a lot of really cool things to watch about it. Uh, there's one, I think it's called the hunt for skinwalker ranch on Netflix. Um, it's really good. Are skinwalkers aliens? Yes. Oh, that's, that's, that's what they, I thought you were calling were it a calling. nudist colony. Well, another thing was like, you, you ever hear about the stories of like Did I cows t- being turned inside out by aliens? Yeah, that's that's happened a numerous amount of times at this place. That's where it actually originated. Interesting. Yeah, one movie where they teleport back and he's in the 
monsters like Inside Out, Space Quest, no. Galaxy Quest, Galaxy, Galaxy Quest. Quest. Yeah, that was yeah great. that's a great movie. I love that movie. <laughs> oh my god, that's so good. Is that where they got that idea from? Is that? Uh, yeah, they, have done they probably that? did. Yeah, because a lot of like sci-fi movies are, you know, they have a lot of things that are based on eyewitness accounts, whether it comes to like experimentation or um, abductions and stuff like that. You know, my I have a buddy that has a whole podcast dedicated to this kind of thing. I think you should get him on here, dude. I'm yeah. gonna try to. I haven't talked to him in a while. I might as well. <laughs> might as well yeah he would be great on the podcast i don't know what what kind of lyrical yeah, stuff I, would you I guys like to see in songs conspiracy theories dude i'm a big fan of those okay okay start it up what is your first go-to conspiracy theory to talk about there son uh well okay you can't I just guess... put him on the spot that's like telling I a comedian to one, tell a joke the big one that i like to talk about jfk is, no is um Oh God, I have to look up his name because I forget his name. But <clears throat> I guess this is not really a conspiracy because it actually is real and did happen. Because Epstein did not kill himself. Right. <laughs> Basically, at the end of at the end of World War II, there's a famous Nazi scientist that was recruited by the U.S. government. To oh yeah. NASA. Yeah, that's a fact. So I forget the guy's name, but if you look it up, you can figure it out pretty pretty easily. Who the guy is? I just find it like so bizarre and crazy that like the U.S. government would put somebody's past behind them to better like their own technology, like in a way that's gonna. I just think it's crazy. Yeah, that's how it we is. got Hydra. They decided. They yeah, decided that exactly. like, this guy <laughs> that created that did like all this terrible shit. It's okay because he's gonna help our space program. Well, be amazing. Like, just there's. I mean, a lot of scientists were forced beyond their own will to do things that were unimaginable during that time. You know what I mean? So, I mean, he may have been responsible for creating something that caused a lot of devastation but he probably did it with a gun to his head. There's that, there was a lot of that during that time. And there's still maybe some of that happening in other countries too. You don't know what in Russia, they could be forcing guys to do that as well. Yeah. I was going to say um, Canada, but or Canada too. The same. They could be making biological <laughs> weapons like that. And, um, but one of the interesting things, cause that's, that's one of the things I learned at the Holocaust museum there in DC was that a lot, there's a lot of scientists that were held against their own will creating death machines, death weapons, all this different stuff. Um, and you know, a lot of them were tried with war crimes and it's insane. Like with some of the things that happen. Um, so one of the guys I worked with in radio, his like family, descendants moved over to America during that time from Germany and they changed their names because of how too close of relation we had with famous Nazi members. Hmm. Interesting. So a lot of people did that. And uh, a guy that did like some of the original logo work for my dad's businesses when he first started, he was really old. I don't know if he's still alive, but he was really old when I met him. He was when he was a kid, he was forced into the Hitler Youth Army. 
and he's originally from Germany and did that when he was like 11, 10 or 11 years old. Oh, yeah. That's crazy. His name was Werner Von Braun. Yeah. Well, you know, like Volkswagen was originated out of Nazi Germany as well. During that time, they were making tanks. They were making engines for vehicles. They were doing a lot of things for the Nazi party. So there's a lot of uh, things that technologically we learned from that country in general during that time because they were kind of in a race to do what they could to better themselves as an army with technology and what they could as engineers, but with the wrong intentions, completely wrong intentions. They had a madman running the entire country who ended up okay, shooting himself. I got, a, I got another conspiracy theory I like to, I like to bring up. Do you think Hitler moved to Brazil? No. Is that what it is? Did you ever watch that show, Hunting no. Hitler? No, I've. I've oh, heard it's about a it, great show. <laughs> they, yeah, they got a whole show about it, and they have a whole show Although, where they I'm follow sure the tracks of where he. They hopefully they and they they keep every episode. They're like, it may be here, and then they're just like, <laughs> well, you know, there's a guy named. He had a mustache here back in 19s. <laughs> but then he shaved it off. But then he shaved it <laughs> off, and it was very suspicious. <laughs> so, yeah, and he moved Okay, what's your here. other conspiracy theory here? All right, so there's a conspiracy theory that the headquarters of the Illuminati uh-huh. are buried under Denver International Airport. I've heard that one. Oh, yeah. That's tunnels. <laughs> Yeah, dude, like, the, the whole airport is, like, built to disguise the Illuminati headquarters. It's like, a weird airport, dude. I've been there once, and it's a yeah, really so like weird airport. airport. I, I don't, I have been there before, but I was really young, and I don't think I was aware of the conspiracy when I was there, so I didn't, like, scope it out or anything. Yeah. I was supposed to fly to Denver International in July, because I was going to spend July 4th with some friends, and I was looking forward to exploring the airport a little bit to look for some of these. That sucks. (laughs) Yeah, dude. So I flew, the first time I ever went over to D.C., our layover was in Denver, and the teacher I was with was like, hey, come see this shit. And he would show me all these weird things at the airport, and I'm like, why would somebody do, do this? this uh, so that weird. It's like the painting. Right? The painting like with the, the Nazi people. soldier. Yeah. Yeah. I saw that. Um, the, the, the statue of the horse that's got the red eyes. That's really weird. There's always just a lot of weird shit there, dude. Um, I heard they had a bunch of different contracting companies build it. Yeah. Like it wasn't just one thing doing the whole thing. Yeah, there's multiple there's companies a, on there. I think on, like maybe. if you could like reference the Denver airport or something, I'd probably say it's like similar to the Winchester house. Like there was really no real design rhyme or reason. Rhyme or reason for it, the way it was laid out or built that way. But the other weird thing is I think at the time that it was built, there was already a fully functioning airport that like didn't need oh, yeah. to be like nearby. There was a fully functioning airport that didn't need to be like overshadowed or yeah. 
recreated or anything like that. They just <laughs> built this massive other airport or whatever. There's a real divisive conspiracy that's been talked about like in the most recent years is the moon landing one still. And I have a lot of, I really have a tough time kind of believing that it happened just because of the fact, like if we could do it now, the technology is way surpassed what it was in what year was it like in the sixties when we first went to the moon? Yeah. Something like that. You I don't remember. Terrible. A date 69. Yeah. Something like the computing power in the capsule that they were flying is it was like DOS like the computing power in like a TI-84 calculator. Oh my God. Yeah. That sounds yeah. about right. Yeah. I mean, one of the things that I heard was like for them to actually step foot on the moon would be very, very difficult because the amount of sun, like the sun rays coming down, there's no UV protection like we do here on earth where there's an atmosphere blocking out UV rays or solar patterns coming there that they could have been vaporized very quickly just from stepping outside of that capsule. Well, they weren't wearing a spacesuit. Well, the spacesuits in general didn't have the technology to block that amount of heat because of the solar flares that would be coming out. They'd be wearing SPF 125. <laughs> We have 15. Yeah, 15. You're fine. <laughs> yeah. Get a slight tan. You're good. The one, the one <laughs> theory I do like to believe is that Stanley Kubrick actually directed the entire thing. Because right. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like the most Stanley Kubrick thing that could possibly happen. Oh, dude, if Stanley Kubrick directed the moon landing and it's all a sham, like there would be more footage and it would be like. You know, it wouldn't be... Yeah, where's the extended cut? <laughs> Dude, there's a whole movie based on this whole idea, and but it's yeah, about... It's about... It's an old movie, but it's about them going to Mars instead, I think. Right. I got to watch it again. I, I, I remember watching it years ago. It was really good. But it basically, it was like the whole idea of like making a whole entire nation or planet believe that these people made it to Mars. Well, it was dude, today, pretty today wild. was supposed to be a pretty, a pretty big day. Yeah. In terms, of, in terms of us getting to Mars, but unfortunately, no weather. Off, yeah. You would know suck is like, like Elon Musk gets this thing running and you like buy a ticket it to go to the space right you've been saving your entire life like the ten thousand dollar ticket to go to fucking space just not to mars not to the moon just want to hop into orbit you just want to hop in and go to space just to say you've been to space right that day comes you're an hour away and you've been strapped in for like the last hour and a half right dude they give you a rain check come on all of a sudden Oh, uh, sorry, guys. We got a weather delay happening here, so we're gonna have to hold this off till Saturday. <laughs> and you just be sitting in the thing. You just go, "Fuck!" <laughs> oh man, a little too wainy. That's so funny, dude. That's I mean, kind of like that's how I felt. That that's how I, I felt like, with 
my my most recent Disneyland trip was like I was supposed to be in Disneyland last month, and because of COVID nineteen, Disneyland's been closed since like yeah. February. So yeah. like, I, I was sitting at work that week that was supposed to happen, and I'm thinking to myself like I'm supposed to be in Star Wars Land right now. Yeah, you would have been the only one, <laughs> you know. <laughs> I mean, why can why couldn't they just do a lottery where only one group got to go? To where Disneyland or Disneyland. the Disneyland? Disneyland, right? They they like let they let like seven people into Disneyland. I'm pretty yeah. sure it's Willy Wonka style, and, uh, and yeah, the do, wait, last do the person. Rides, do the rides work, or do I just walk around and look at stuff? Oh shit, that's a there's good point. there's there's one per, there's an employee that knows how to run all the rides that just like follows you twenty feet behind. Why why would the like rides not the ride dude, work? You knew. I think you need more than one person to. No, dude, just you know one how person. Or do you would be as an employee? Like, why? Yeah, bored you'd be as an employee just sitting there waiting for that seven people you know, to you like wouldn't show be, up. You wouldn't be like, bored. You would be busy. Right you're the at the happiest place on earth, and you're running all the rides and having to get in all the costumes and hey run guys, the food court. You want to ride the Peter Pan ride again? Is there a Peter Pan no? ride? Okay, bye. Talking about I hate it, world <laughs> <laughs> dude. I would hate to work that ride. It's a small world. Yeah, I would hate to work that ride just to, because of that song. I'd have to hear that song all the time. Have you ever been on that ride? Yeah, I've been on many that times. Ride. It's pretty, it's pretty miserable, dude. It is. I feel bad for those kids. They put those kids <laughs> to work every day. <laughs> well, that's why they they seem so robotic in there. They've just listened to the song for so long. Yeah, they're over it. They're not even putting the best foot forward now. <clears throat> Days. Very relaxed. Sad. <laughs> I don't know. If you could go visit one place right now, what would it be? Disneyland. <laughs> Disneyland would be pretty sweet. I haven't been there since uh, I was like 15 or so. 15 or 16. So like it's been a long Rocco. time. Where? Morocco. I mean, like, maybe, not, maybe not like right now, but like why not right now? Go. I would love to go to Italy <laughs> right now because there's nobody there. You could just walk around <laughs> and see everything. As oh, long wow. as I have a free pass to walk the streets, golden. I'll get my own food or whatever. I'd say Australia. Australia. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be a good I'm, place to go. I've always wanted to go. I want to go to the Pacific Coast of Oregon. You Wait, can, what? You can go there. <laughs> you can go there. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> you can't really do much. I want to go camp on the coast, but everything's closed. Yeah, even for camping up here, you, you're closed up here, too. You, it's, all the campsites are closed. Are they closed now? I thought they're reopening all that stuff. So they're reopening. They reopened like the parks, right? To go, but you can't like. They're basically trying to prevent people from gathering in the campsites and spending more than like a little bit of time there. Because if you spend the night there, then you're spending a lot too much time. So how does how does that work? <laughs> I don't know, but one of my coworkers <laughs> he went and camped over in Wenatchee over the weekend, and he had to go basically 
find a place to go camp. He couldn't camp at like his normal spot. Mm, that's understandable. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think uh, we're getting close to wrapping this up, this episode up. So wait, we're not going to uh, do the song. Oh shit. Why don't you, David, you're supposed to be there to remind me. I thank you for reminding me doing that right now. Yeah. It's about time I mean, you stepped up. Um, <laughs> dang. So this week, that's true. This week is uh, Ben's pick. So Ben, take it away. Yeah, we are. We're doing The Art of Dying by Gojira. This has a, a special place in my heart because it was the first Gojira song I ever heard. I fell in love with it. My, uh, my buddy in high school made me a metal mix, and this was track number six. I've actually never heard this song before I today. It's really fun. I, I, I could never figure out the, the pattern in the beginning that you hear. Mm-hmm. I eventually had to look it up, but it's a uh, it's really cool. Well, what's what was so difficult about the the pattern or whatever that? It's just it's 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 quick, which makes it harder to try and count out. But it, it's just the uh, and it's longer too. So trying to find where it loops around is a bit difficult. Ah, yeah, okay. Pattern for sure. Yeah, but this is basically I wrote it out. That's basically all it is. It's just group of five, 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 and then a group of threes. And then it goes to five, and then only two groups of three. Huh. Interesting. What do you mean five? So it's like, the pattern's like, one, two, three, four, one, two, three, four, one, two, three, four. And then it's one, two, three, four, rest, one, two, three, four, rest, one, two, three, four, rest. And then the threes is one, two, rest, one, two, rest, one, two, rest. So it just, oh, okay. that that's what the five and three means. It's so cool. Then he adds the snares and where the rests are. Man, he got all screamy all of a sudden. <laughs> he he does a crazy performance on that. Yeah, it's 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 just everybody's just killing it in that song. Even the bass guitarist is playing that weird rhythm. Yeah. Here, go to the very beginning of that song, David. Okay, can there's like a there's like a didgeridoo in there too, right? Yes, yeah, there I think is. you're right. Yeah, towards the end, there's one. That was in the beginning. Oh yeah, yeah you're right. Didgeridoo. Have you ever really... pl- have you ever played the didgeridoo? It is pretty hard to. It is very hard. Take like, a lot of breath. So you have to. It's it's constant breathing in and out, and I don't want to do that oh, too much. Do you have to do circular breathing? You have to yeah, do circular breathing do. into it. Oh wow! Um, so <laughs> I had one when I was a kid. So you, it was one of those instruments you had to keep practicing over and over. I never really got good at it, but it's a fun entrance. It's not possible for one person to play that full rhythm, right? Like with the um, with the rhythm that's on like on one 
on one and two. What do you mean? What do you mean? Like there's two rhythms, right? <clears throat> uh, there's one rhythm. I mean, but they definitely overdubbed the intro part. Yeah, they did. Like there's there's that. definitely Mario's definitely playing that three or four times probably. Yeah, but right, but then there's the overdub part that you're that you're talking about, which is just the one. It's on one and yeah. I mean, you could you could do it like one and three. I'm not sure what you mean. Are you talking about like the intro part where it's just like the softer thing? Yeah, yeah. There's that's there's just the, that that that. It's just like a kick. So he, it could be like you could do that. Like, what well, sounds have, like a it sounds like a like a rim shot almost or something. Yeah, he's, I think he's he's hitting he's hitting rims a couple times. Yeah, where they recorded it, and then there's probably. I don't know if he's playing his kick. I'm not sure what it is, but there's definitely like a deeper tone being kicked, yeah. being played. Right. So I'm saying it's not possible for him to play both of those parts at the same time. Right. No. Oh, not oh I get you. I get you. Is that possible? He'd have to do it with his feet if he's going to do like just the yeah. consistent thing. Let's find yeah, out. But no, I get you. Yeah, this is live. You, you can't do that with your hands. That'd be. A, I, that'd be I think. I think they just run a tape live. Yeah, they don't come in until the actual drums come in. Yeah. Do they have a real didgeridoo when they do live. <laughs> Not that I've seen. <laughs> that'd be awesome, though. They just have like the didgeridoo guy. In the Did you guys live. watch? <laughs> just for one get... intro of one song. Did you guys watch the live at Red Rocks? Uh, DVD or the uh, I watched some of it. Yeah, it was yeah, really it. good, really good quality. It's funny that the the podcast we did like the day after that, we were all talking about what uh, arena we'd like to play, and like three of us said Red Rocks. Yeah, I think it was because we all had seen that. Kind of like it's kind of like the venue, dude. Really oh yeah, cool looking. I'd say like the two top venues in the nation, like amphitheater wise, are Red Rocks and the Gorge. Is like anything where it's like this the people are just like right there. Yeah. Whereas if you play in like a key arena, it's like a big GA and then yeah. it's all the, the dome, but everyone's yeah. just too far away over there. A gorge would be pretty cool to play at. That would be fun. Yeah. That would yeah. be rad. I find it so hard to believe that I had never heard of the gorge until I moved here. Like when like when you look up like famous venues in America, the gorge is always like top ten. Yeah. <laughs> and I'd never even heard of it. I guess then again, I hadn't even heard of, like, if you look at top 10 venues, like, I haven't heard of most of them. Dude, the first time I ever went to the (laughs) Gorge was for OzFest in 2007 when it was the Free Fest. And I I remember being down on the floor when Ozzy was performing, and he would be, he would have, like, up where the top rafters were, where a bunch of lights were and shit, he would have water and soap stream out of it onto the pit and it'd be like a giant bubble party. And I got it all in my eyes and I was wearing contact lenses and I was drunker than shit and it just sucked the entire time. Yeah. That sucks, dude. Other than that, it was a good Ozfest. I remember that. That was a good first time at the gorge for me. 
until your eyes were burning. At your yeah, head. until my eyes were burning. <laughs> the The party the night before was the most insane party. I remember being like, there was at one point where there was these two girls like in their underwear walking around going underwear parade and behind them were 30 dudes (laughs) yelling. (laughs) They're yelling more chicks, more chicks like the entire time. And me and my drunk, yeah, me, I was like 18. And so me and my drunken stupor ran out there and I'm in my underwear and I'm yelling the same thing. And I didn't remember it until my friend told me about it the next day. But I remember waking up the next day in my car with just my underwear and my shoes on. (laughs) And I was like, why are my shoes on? Jay, Jay, this is the second time that you've told us that you woke up not remembering what happened and you were in your underwear. Well, (laughs) that's why I don't drink anymore. It's a common theme. I mean, yeah, fair enough. Okay. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't drink anymore if, uh, if that was me too, man. I, I don't blame you. But go to go back to Ben's song. Uh, I'm obsessed with this band. I started digging more into this album. Uh, I'm really loving this album more and more that I'm listening to it. Um, the opening track has given me some ideas for some riffs that I'm going to try. So please sound of that. Yeah. Because I like to try to add some more techie elements to what we're doing. They're like they're French, right? Yeah, well, they Maybe. relocated to Nor- uh, New York, but then they actually they actually own a recording studio in New York now. Damn, that's so cool, man! Silver Chord Recordings. Mm-hmm. Dude, I think that's where they did Magma. It is. I saw I saw this thing on YouTube. This guy built his like a home studio out of a uh, shipping container. Dude, that'd be so rad. And I was like, I was like, I immediately thought like, does Jay have enough room in his, in his backyard for this? Oh, I totally do. <laughs> for a shipping dude, container? Dude, the one problem is that like the shipping container seems too small for like a full band. Oh dude, it is. It is like, you, you can, you'd ha- we'd have to get two and put them like, you know. Somewhere. Yeah. Like the way I would want it is like, if I had my own, place for us to rehearse like i would want it to be as big as my my whoa i guess downstairs <laughs> downstairs area down here which that's is big dude isn't that, isn't that huge you know that's big that's that's too big solid why is that too it's, big it's bigger than our practice room <clears throat> but you don't need it to be that big right? why why wouldn't you want it to be that big you can well, do then, a lot of stuff in that it, space you're building it yourself and you know i don't know it's easier to build why because you're lazy is that the whole point you don't <laughs> want to walk that far is that the I'll difference tell you what i'll tell you what David, <laughs> when we're in the middle of building this thing and it's already been a month yeah two months right you're gonna wish we built it smaller not really i like building stuff <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, I guess David built a freaking skate that park in his backyard. It. Yeah, that settles right. it. David's gonna build the studio. All right, there we go. Nice I, move, Brian. Nice if, move. I like, I like having space between people. If it honestly. helps, I've already designed a a studio in mind that I would love to do, but I it's money, money. It exactly. How's it, how much is it gonna cost? You know how much it'll cost? A a, a studio. Yeah, the one you designed. The, yeah, the one you designed. Cost to build. Uh, at least six, seven, 
eight dollars or so. I don't know. <laughs> now come on, give me the real. Oh, I mean, we're getting up there. You gotta have an estimate, right? I don't have an estimate. Shit, I just know what I want. Ten dollars—that's big money. On, yeah. Are we talking five figures? Give Six? Me, uh, four? Probably twenty. Twenty thousand. Twenty. Yeah. Twenty k. Yeah. That's before gear. Yeah. No, that's well, we that's gear, just the right? studio. Yeah. You got it. Not bad. No. Do you have recording stuff? I I mean I have some recording stuff. I, I have a decent amount of recording stuff, but I just well <laughs> I don't have a lot of time right now. We're remodeling the house. <laughs> well, let's uh let's, let's wrap it up. We can talk more about this stuff off the because <laughs> I had a couple ideas. Wait, um, wait, you have a couple ideas about what? Recording tell stuff in the future. Jay, tell me um, now. No, no, we're out selling now. Oh. Uh, we're going to wrap up the podcast <laughs> real quick here. So thanks, guys, for listening. Uh, Aurorazice.com, uh, com. You can go pre-order our record on each one of those websites there. Um, thanks for watching us on Twitch. Thanks for sharing it, hosting it, whatever you're doing to help you know promote us. We appreciate it. If you bought a copy of the, of the Grief, take a photo of it and post it on Instagram and tag us in it, guys. We appreciate that. We want to show you guys love because we're going to make a little collage out of all those photos and put it on our Instagram page to say thank you. So um, social media at Aurora's Ice Band on, on uh, Twitter and on Instagram and uh, facebook.com slash Aurora's Eyes. So um, hopefully phase two happens and we can be in the same room in the next couple of weeks. So we'll, uh, we'll chat at you guys later. All righty. Bye. All right. All right. Thank you for listening recording. to seriously awkward and friends. Please like subscribe our Facebook page and think about becoming a Patreon member and listen next week. <laughs> <laughs>